Welcome back. Welcome back to another great episode, Marvel Friends After Work. I'm Nick. I'm a Casey. And I'm Joel. And we are here to present you episode three, Ant People. Maybe part one. Hopefully part one. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. And I don't think we're going to get to it in our normal 30-minute time frame. No reason to really kind of push anything off let's just jump right into this fantastic episode we're gonna start with a couple new characters that are being introduced into the mcu one of whom our loved our beloved joel drafted on his team without knowing anything about him that's the confidence that we love in joel he must know something i'm curious on what both you joel and casey know about our man bill murray's character krylar who is he what type of role do you think he's going to play in this movie? Okay, wait, to start, he stole him. I was going to draft him. Oh, shit. But go ahead, Joel. <laughs> oh, no, you did a bunch of research. You want to start with your research? I know you did. Some... I got it on the second one. Okay. She's got right, it on right. for Krylar. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I don't so... know who Krylar is either. Joel, tell us. <laughs> I've done a little bit. I know oh, kind no, of we're... who he is. He seems like a Scottish guy. So I did do some research because I didn't know who the hell he was when I drafted him. But uh, in the comics, he's uh, he exists in the microverse, um, which they're kind of adapting to be the quantum realm. But anyways, in the microverse, he is a scientist that works for one of the the current rulers visus or something like that um and the in the microverse they have this planet called kai or kai and um it's an ancient world and it has like its own powers that come from inside the planet it's kind of like a living planet i don't know that it's quite like ego but there's there's kind of a division between there's the scientists and then there's the magic users. So some people can use that, whatever the aura, whatever the energy is, they can use that to do kind of magic stuff. And then the other guys use it to make advanced technology, weaponry, all that stuff. Um, at some point, the planet kind of goes to shit. They're they're like overusing the resource, and those factions split off into like warring sides. So they're on either side of things. So Krylar is going to be the scientist. So he's going to be with the technology side of things, and uh, I think that's kind of where we're going to see him once. Uh, once Do you he think appears. that's going to be the good side? It seems like the technology I don't decide the good side, right? I don't know that there is like a good and bad side of these two. I think that uh, it, they're both going to realize that Kang is the bad side. So I think both of them will end up being the ones going against Kang's rule. So yeah, the microverse, the micro, the microverse. Is yes. that the same thing as the quantum realm or is it inside the quantum realm? So what Marvel likes to do, or the MCU likes to do, is take storylines and kind of blend them together. So in the comics, there's the the microverse, the negative zone, and the quantum realm. And they're all three separate things. And I think to make the story a little more cohesive and make sense, I think they're just going to kind of blend them all together 
and just the the very very tiny verse is the quantum realm and there's are gonna... we gonna hear the word microverse in ant-man and the wasp i don't i don't think so unless maybe like another like they would like throw that in not as an as almost another like um uh janet kind of trying to explain it to cassie like it's kind of like a microverse just a real simple while in a monologue or while in a i bet i bet we get a, a little snippet of it and it's a way to kind of like bring it together which is fun but that, i'm casey i'm glad you asked that question because that's exactly what i was going to ask so like but but you explain it so they're gonna just basically form it all into one they're gonna call it the quantum realm right and so that was the I, microverse. now krylar is he going it seems like he'll be on i don't know the quote unquote like he said the, the good side right like he's going to be the one where it seems like janet stole this time chair and then gave it to krylar to hold is that where you we think the story's gonna go or no well that would be one thing to do with the chair i mean she had to put it somewhere or trust she somebody and i did read directly. when i was looking for him for the draft for the fantasy league drag draft um kind of fantasy league he was like an acquaintance of hers and i was thinking okay she can't be evil if they're acquaintances so i thought i had read that krylar was a bad guy but you know i guess i, I was just wrong i could talk on this but it's part of a theory that i could talk about later uh but basically i think krylar isn't in kang's little city i think he's in a, a separate like the remnants of that kai planet whatever yeah. nation okay so does he how, how big of a role does he have in this movie like are what are we thinking out of out of him what are we getting out of bill murray a couple jokes couple oh i, action I hope so scenes? definitely um, a couple jokes but like is that gonna be it like are we gonna get any like good fighting scenes with bill murray like what are we gonna get out of him in this movie it kind of that, depends right a I, little bit like you said there's two sides there's like the scientists and then there's more like the fighters per se which yeah. i mean which is the other character that we have that we were going to talk about the newer one quaz he's part of the freedom fighters so maybe he's let's let's jump right into him that was not the next a uh, who is quaz casey tell us who that is quaz okay the character quaz in itself i don't think actually is in the comics i think they're kind of altering the name for another character it's pretty much going to be quasar which was my backup for my Hail Hydra and the fantasy, actually. I'm kind of kicking myself now. Um, they're not really going with the typical character for the Quasar. Um, the main alias that you see for that would be, and if I say it wrong, there's probably someone out there who will tell me, but I think it's like Wendell Vaughn. Um, he's you normally, he's the most common one that plays Quasar, but they're going to go with Phyla Vell. Well, I think he'll be called Quaz in the in the movie, but that's the version that he's going to be playing, which was kind of weird because in most of the comics, that was actually a female, so they're having it being played in a man's role instead. Um, which we've seen them do, obviously, but the other way around, right? We've seen them take male characters and give them the right. female MCU. I haven't really I seen them take a female character and turn it to a male character They're like too yeah. many females are getting jobs in this mcu market we need to get it's a guy actually this version i've been doing i've been doing my research with the the little show um 
the animation show, not the little show, the animation show of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. They oh, actually yeah. used this version of Quasar in one of the episodes. And I, I was going to watch it and I didn't get to that one because it was a lot farther into the season. I wasn't there yet. Um, he is like, I don't know. Do you guys know what Quasar, his powers are? Are you guys aware with what he was? So I don't know that anyone's going to ding you on the pronunciation, pronunciation of that other one. But I do think Quasar is Quasar, like the, the scientific so you, Quasar. So if you say it more of like a French accent, Quasar. Yes. I mean, I like your pronunciation. I just, I think maybe they're going to go with Quasar, which is like the, you know, uh, the science term with a pulsing Quasar is like too, uh, I don't even know. I don't want to go into to physics now, but. Quasar is how it's pronounced in, in general science. So maybe they'll use that. And I do like that idea, but in the description, they say that he's like a, a telepath or so my thoughts are maybe that he's um, part of that. Uh, the magic users from Kai or Kai or whatever it is. So him and um, Krylar are kind of on opposite sides to start, but they band together realize that they're you know everybody against king yeah they're they're all kaishans or you know whatever they want to call themselves but uh yeah i mean it's definitely be interesting if, and if they do turn him into some kind of a if they do turn him into quasar quasar is like this character that uses uh i did not write well, down uses, the energy source he eventually gets the mega bands right yeah and and he wields some power the negabands get their power from some uh power source that probably is what kai was run off of originally uh but that's like a, a long loophole of stuff but yes he's, he's definitely could be they could tie it in a bow and make him connected to the quantum bands and you know, that made everything all nice and pretty so, so definitely is chance it, is it quaz or is it quaz it's what probably quaz quaz here you need like an e to make it a quaz i i said quaz and i don't want to be wrong so until they say it otherwise it would be quaz well i'm pretty sure <laughs> quasar is spelled with an s okay. so maybe quaz is like the shortening yeah. and they just threw a z on the end to make it hey, sound yo, cool. quasi. yeah okay i can do yeah. that yeah 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 um quasi quasi hey quasi on some pizza over here. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about Ant-Man. <laughs> if you've listened to our show, it's been episode after episode and continuing. Um, but there are other Marvel movies coming out this year. If you didn't know that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be coming out, I believe, this summer. Uh, and then the Marvels in the late fall, early winter. It's like July. Marvels will be July. Oh. Um, Guardians oh. would be in May. Oh, there's no way they're going to keep two Marvel movies month, two months in a row. There's no way they keep that. Well, I think Guardians is beginning of May. I think Marvel's is like middle of July. So, I mean, it's like going to be like two and a half months. But what are like the 
okay all right that's that's not as far okay that's not as close as i was thinking yeah 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 all right well what are we gonna get in the end we need some movie at the end of the year we need some christmas movie to enjoy everything's probably gonna get pushed back or maybe they could do some more of those uh marvel specials because i really enjoy the marvel specials. really enjoy those i'll take them on everybody you can i don't care what character you have give me a 45 minute presentation get a little bit of an origin story i think i personally think they should be they should do one on king I was. I, I was, think I, that would be great. I think so honestly. too. I think so too. And you could go wherever with you want, wh- wherever you want to with it. But it would be an outstanding 45, 55 minute special. It would be so awesome. It'd be great. I heard. Um, eventually, they they said they're going to do a lot more of this special like presentations. That I heard a rumor that that's how they're going to do like the X Men or introduce them instead of like having their own show for each character they'll just have like the 45 minute, you know, hour specials to kind of like introduce characters. Cause you don't really need a whole movie or show to necessarily give them a backstory, which would be a lot quicker way of pumping them out. And I think a lot more, I don't know, complete watchable, rewatchable. You'll get a oh, yeah. lot more stuff like that. Who the hell puts, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have yet after I finished she Hulk and miss Marvel, I have yet to go back and rewatch them. And, and it's because it's these, 35 minute filler episode like filler shows just get to the point just like get to the point and in a 50 minute presentation you don't have time to kind of fuck around you just you do have to get to the point and it, it, the way they've done it so far has been outstanding so i absolutely love that like but, loki. Oh, i just did a rewatch of loki and it's that's just for sure. from the get-go it's that's, like all right yeah. something's happening yeah something's happening just balls rolling great. from the start all I those need- are about like the 45 minute mark too which makes them nicer Yes, agreed. The Hawkeye I need to rewatch because I, I did like Hawkeye. I just, I wonder how it is on a rewatchability. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just tough. It's tough. I don't want to put down shows. I'm not a, I'm not a Marvel show guy. Give me the Marvel movies. They're all good. Some are just They're, better and way sure. better than others. They're all good, but it's like anything yeah. else. You have your favorites or something you're more drawn to. So absolutely agreed. Anyways, I bring all this up because there's three movies coming out. Hopefully more. Um. We have Ant-Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and the Marvels. I want to know what you guys, because, I mean, we've been talking a, a ton about Ant-Man, and we're all super, super excited, and we're stoked. And Is this the, the Marvel movie of the year because it has Kang? Is Guardians of the Galaxy going to be the best Marvel movie of the year because of the, the, the what's at stake? Or is the Marvel are the Marvel going to come out and shock the world and be the best best movie that MCU produces this year? Be- because the, they're the Marvels. I don't know. What well, are we the think- most impactful, um, they've already stated that Ant-Man, after this movie, it kind of will change the shape of the MCU going forward. That's what's been stated. I mean, I'm personally, I mean, I've, maybe it's because I've, I don't know, been too close to Ant-Man for a bit, like looking into it and stuff, but I'm personally a little more interested in seeing the Marvels just because I really don't know what's going to happen there. And I'm very excited to see Monica back. I'm excited to see what her powers are and what she's going to be doing. I I really did like Miss Marvel. I thought it was cute and funny and so and I thought she was very charming as she said. Um so I'm excited to see her on the big screen interacting with the other people. The Guardians, it's probably the third on my list out of the three because I don't think it will really impact the MCU like 
like as a whole per se. I think it's a finishing story for their characters, and I think it's going to be kind of sad. So no, I'm not looking as forward to that. <laughs> it's a great point. I mean, I I think it's going to at least my idea is that it's going to be Ant Man's best, Guardians of the Galaxy three second best, Marvel's third. Ant Man, I'm just biased because Kang. I just give me more of the Kang storyline. Let me know more of what they're going to do with that. Um, but there is a chance that Marvel's, if, if Marvel's ties into that uh, secret invasion storyline, then it could be a little more mind blowing than just like, you know, the, the second Captain Marvel movie, you know. It's funny. We all got different answers. I'm, I would be, I'm most excited for, I do think you guys hit it on the nail on the head with the most impactful, obviously being Kang. Like it's going to be Ant-Man. It's going to be Kang. This is the movie that's going to set. This is basically supposed to be, in my opinion, what Feige is doing to bring back anyone he lost in phase four. He was like, crap, this didn't go over as well as I would hoped, even though like we all absolutely love phase four movies were f- fantastic and phenomenal. I think he lost a lot of Marvel fans or or people that were right on the edge that didn't want to watch anymore after Endgame. I think this is supposed to be a movie to be like, all right, we're bringing everyone. We need we need to get everyone back and get them hyped up for what's about to happen. We need to hype Kang up. But Guardians of the Galaxy is the movie that got me into Marvel, into MCU. Anything with Chris Pratt at the time was was right up my alley. And and the 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 funniness behind it, the 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 characters we had, the the, the storyline, and it was obviously it was more impactful for the first few phases than than this movie will be for these phases. It is it is the end of what got me into MCU, and it's like my send off. I I cannot wait. I I expect to cry, I expect to to laugh, and I I expect it to just be. For everywhere, everything that I want in a movie, I expect some deaths and wit and like I I I like when MCU kills off some of the good guys because just it's that's what makes a good movie in my opinion. So I'm so excited for Guardians of the Galaxy three. That is my number one movie this year, followed by Ant Man, followed by the Marvels. The Marvels, I think, they have to do something. They ha- I don't think that an MCU movie with the lead of Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Monica Rambeau is going to draw in what they want in the box office. So I expect in that movie to be filled with cameos. And Joel, you said it perfect. If it does time with Secret Invasion, that would be so phenomenal Like for them. I don't know, to just have these cameos from that show be brought in there. I think I saw that Chris Hemsworth was on that actor list. I don't know what that means, but it's, it's, it's just interesting. I heard there was a possibility of like Kang and Jimmy Woo making an and making an appearance or something in that movie. Like, I think they're gonna have to bring out the big guns to help that supporting, like to help that um, that lead cast. So that could possibly, you know, freaking slingshot to be in one of the best movies. This, but I don't know. Do you guys do you guys think we'll get any good cameos in the Marvels, or am I wishful thinking? Um, I would say it's an interesting take on the Marvels. I can see where your your point is. Um, because I know Miss, I know you know, Carol Danvers is not the most lovable character. A lot of people didn't like her movie and like her in the other films and stuff. Um, I guess for me, there's so much on the cosmic side of it that we're gonna see. And the only cosmic we've had is pretty much like Guardians of the Galaxy. And I get we got stuff with like Thanos, and I don't think Thor really counts in cosmic exactly, in my opinion. This is different kind of cosmic, and with the character, you know. 
Quaz in the uh, Ant-Man movie and stuff, and the possibility that it be in the Mega Bands and that having to do so much with Cosmic, I'm almost curious if we'll get a crossover in some way. I'm excited to see that side of the universe. I'm excited to see what they're going to do and how it's really going to tie in with the rest of it. I think it's going to tie in with Secret Invasion. It could tie in with something with Ant-Man. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do with it. I, I, I think with the, the first Captain Marvel, the, there was a couple of issues with it. One of the main ones being that it didn't really tie into anything. I mean, you, you saw the introduction of the scrolls and they used the Tesseract power at the time. But other than that, like they, you know, well, the same yeah. argument can be made for the first Captain America movie. Right, right. But th that's what I'm saying is I think it will to go back and rewatch it after what happens in the Marvels could change that. If there's some important stuff going on in the Marvels, then we might go back and be like, oh, that was actually a really good movie because they had all these things that we didn't even know were in there that were actually very important. It's the best transition this show could have ever had because I just want to finish this little segment on what will be the best repeat watch. What will down the line in our projections come back to be the best repeat watch? The the movie you watch over and over, find Easter eggs, or, or it just tells so much more of the future story, or it just looks so cool. What's the best repeat watch? Are we all in the same order that we are excited for, or do we switch anything up? Of these three movies? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, ones that's most rewatchable yeah or that we yeah most rewatchable and re again that, that can be on up to your your discretion why is it the most rewatchable you know what i mean whatever but it totally depends what comes out of these films um <laughs> i i love the first two anime well like more of a plot not just Same like answer. just the film in general but like <laughs> She tries to give the most political answers every time. Well, they're all bogging. It really just kind I of I'm an OCD Marvel person. I can't help it. That is just like my <laughs> style of it. Um, I'm as a rewatch. I'm curious to see how actually Ant Man, this new Ant Man, will age because it is going to be majority. It looks like in the quantum realm, and I'm curious in a couple years how the CGI is going to hold up. Because if you go back and watch some of the older films now, you can kind of like notice little things, though it's not bad. I mean, it's still good for today's movies and stuff. But I'm curious being a movie that's going to be, I mean, they're working, I think, practically all on a green screen or soundstage. So I'm curious the, how it's like, going to hold up. The volume. They got yeah. the, what did you call it, Joel? The volume. The volume. It's this huge LED warehouse. Arena. Yeah, yeah, arena. Yeah, exactly. That It's just all green screen. So you are, you are, pretty engulfed in it and i i do love that but i am that's a great point that There's is been a, great a lot point. of negative comments about marvel's cgi work and stuff lately on some of their properties she i'm not Hulk. nervous about that per se as much just because i think they're going to put way more attention into a movie than they were the yeah. shows but uh i'm interested in how the movie will age as far as rewatchability so she didn't give us her favorite rewatchable, but she did say she's most nervous about Ant-Man. We will take that as an answer. Joel, what do you Hand, have to say about it? Hands down, Ant-Man. Uh, okay. Just give me the Kang storyline. Any bit of that Kang storyline, you're going to get more of Kang later. So you might be able to watch this one before this one and then this one before this one. But because of the way his time travel goes, it might make more sense to watch it in this order or to watch it in this order. 
Yeah. Oh my god, are we gonna have an MCU timeline and a Kang timeline? Like you know how on Disney yeah, yeah. Plus they'll have the movies in order of the Kang timeline. Oh Joel, great. you're getting me so excited for that. Joel is just for anyone who can't even see, I can he's jumping out of his seat right now <laughs> trying to get to these Kang theories, which you'll have to wait to part two of this episode to listen to, but it's coming. Um, I think the best repeat of uh, watch actually the Marvels might be freaking awesome with the way that Casey she may have persuaded how that could tie in more to these next few phases than even the Ant-Man and the introduction to Kang which would be crazy there would have to be a lot of stuff that goes on in between but it could happen um, I think Ant-Man though with Kang will be the most rewatchable just because Kang is going to be such a, 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 a pronoun. If, if Luis is in the film, it's totally going to be rewatchable, though. It's a thousand percent correct. It's a thousand percent correct. He better be in the film. He's listed, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Casey, we have like five minutes, and we were going to get to a thing called Casey's Corner, which we still are. To me, it sounds a little prostitute-ish, so I, I want to change that name uh, next week. We shouldn't have a corner named after Casey. Turn on your red light. <laughs> um, Casey Jones, take us away at least on one of these topics while we have five minutes to uh, spare. I didn't know I changed the last names. Good to know. Uh, one of the things I did want to mention, because it's been a rumor, and I like the rumor a lot, is the fact is the Ten Rings somehow connected to the quantum realm. I liked how at the end of Shang-Chi that this, there was a signal sending it something, either sending it to the rings or the ring was sending a signal to somewhere else. And I like to think that it was sending it to the quantum realm because no one knew where it was or how far it was. They just knew it was ancient, something old. Captain Marvel didn't recognize it, and she's been all over the cosmic. Um, cosmic? You know, Cosmos? Cosmos? Like, Cosmos, that might be a better word. So, and I know in a lot of the trailers, people were pointing out that a lot of the writing and I don't know the Chinese name, what characters, maybe that's what it is, on the side of the rings kind of were resembling some of the stuff in some of the trailers of like Kang's things, like certain like circulars, circular things around like his, what do you call it? Circular those? rings. There we go. <laughs> circular things on a circular rings. <laughs> Close enough. That is, is good description. But and then people also thought that it, it looked like some of the writing from some of the Scarlet Witch stuff. So I'm just like curious if it is tied in to it. I mean, if the Ten Rings are, there's the Mega Bands there. We have Kamala's Bangles. There's just a lot of, and it all has to do with Cosmic. So that's why I'm excited for the Marvels because I think it could play a part. I think something could be linking all these things together. I nice. love that. I love that. Joel, I'll jump in real quick. We don't have a lot of time. Okay. But I love right. the idea. Um, I do think that these 10 rings did send that beacon out to the quantum realm. And the way you just worded that was perfect. That is exactly what it was. Everyone was just befuddled by where this was going and what, what happened. Where where did it send this beacon to? What is this place that is connecting to? And and that's it. King finally got the finally got the message. All right. The, the, the rings are back. Boom. All of a sudden, these the bracelets what do we call them the bangles whatever they, whatever they call them. there's the, the mega bands and there's the bangle so there's Which two things could be the same thing in the mcu they might have could combined be. Those they, stories. Combined. Could yes, be. they need to stop combining things you know what i mean um joel last couple minutes take us away and what you think if anything on the theory of these the 10 rings bringing the beacon of out to uh king i'm gonna be honest i i don't like it i'm not a fan of it why uh, uh i just it's a little too 
pretty of a bow to tie everything into. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just kind of seems like I didn't really like that they tied in um, Sylvie's character and Loki. There's like a Lady Loki and a Sylvie in the comics. And they're both very interesting characters and they just kind of seem to mesh them all into one to make Sylvie, or sorry, Enchantress and Lady Loki. And they combine those to make Sylvie. And they could have had two completely separate, interesting characters, and they just made one out of it. So that's that's what I feel like is going on here. Like they could have just went somewhere with the Nega bands, somewhere with the Quantum bands, somewhere with the Ten Rings. If they make it all into one little story, then it kind of just cuts off everything. I guess, but you got to have that that story. You got to have that. Unfortunately, I don't think you can hear it. Man, all right, we'll we'll pick. Two minute warning. <laughs> I just rewatched Ant Man two, and right before, I dude, it's such a great scene in Ant Man one when he's leaving the birthday party, and he's not even supposed to be there, and he gets kicked out, and he looks at his, he looks at Cassie, gives him, gives her a nice wink, and then, yeah. just oh man, chills, chills, talking about stares it, stares down the husband cop as he does it too. Oh my yeah, dude, it's the best. It's <laughs> I the like best. it better later in the movie where he thought he took the getaway car the other two guys were sitting in the truck and then he's like <laughs> and, yeah, I hit it. It. and then he hits the horn and he's like what's that <laughs> <laughs> that is great that was part one of ant people we're gonna end the show with a funny question casey what is your favorite number my favorite number yeah three joel 69 the best you like <laughs> knew two. that too did you have that ready oh man of you course the n69 ready i mean three is uh, a magic number but <laughs> that was our show <laughs> go listen to uh part two <laughs>